The Chestin Podcast. Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Chestin Podcast. I know it's been like a minute. I took like a little two-month break, which is very much needed. I needed a two-month break after 26 episodes. I did my thing on season one. But yeah, I mean, good morning, everybody. If you if you came back, this is season two, the season two premiere. I actually had a theme song and everything. Took notes, took advice. We're we're doing better this time, better this time around. It is a Tuesday morning. This is the first episode for season two of the Cheston Podcast. I'm so excited to be back. Um, and I really didn't know how I was going to do this episode. I was like, am I going to sit here and recap what everything that happened the last two months? No, I'm not going to do that because. I mean, to be honest with you, in the last two months, not a lot of interesting headlines have happened. Um, a lot of clickbait. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm going to probably bring up, you know, a few things that happened in the past few months. Hold on, I'm about to sip my coffee. It's it's early this morning. I decided, I was so excited to do this, so I got up really early and I was like, I'm going to do it right. I'm going to record. I'm going to, you know, we're going to do this right <laughs> for season two. So, hold on, let me take a sip. I'm sorry. Okay, so first things first. Okay, so since I'm back, we're just going to go ahead and recap the, the previous week. Remember, this is a weekly podcast. Um, okay, so anyways, this let me, for those who, if I do have new listeners, you know, which will be a very good uh, blessing of a shock for me. But if I do have new listeners out there, let me just, okay, so this is the Cheston Podcast. This is basically a weekly pop culture topic, subject type of podcast. Um, Every week, every Tuesday, I drop an episode recapping the previous week, all the celebrity news, um, things that have happened. I cover music, fashion, sports, movies, TV, basically all entertainment. Um, I do refrain from the shade room type of style, Hollywood unlock type of style reporting. Like I, I don't do that. Um, I report facts. This is not a gossip <laughs> podcast. I mean, I do give my opinion, and I do, you know, I do throw out the alleged a lot. But what I will say is that I stick to the facts. Like I'm not here to be messy. This is not that podcast. If if you want to, you know, hear gossip and people talking trash about celebrities, that that's not me. I'm here to deliver what is factual and what has been out there. So I just want to give you a little recap of what this podcast. Sorry, what this podcast is. Okay, so this is the Cheston Podcast. I am your host, Cheston, and we're gonna go ahead and get into these top these hot topics for the week of May eighth to May fourteenth. Okay. All right, but before I get into them, I, one thing I had to do, you know, I have to give a shout out to Nicki Minaj. She's the only one that's like doing things right now in female rap in 2023. We are about to be halfway through 2023, and she is the only one that is like putting out multiple songs and doing her thing. And, you know, and on top of that, um, we have to congratulate her because Super Freaky Girl, the song that just came out like nine months ago, it is already certified double platinum in the U.S. Hold on, I got to do a nice little clap for her. I hope that wasn't too loud in the microphone. I just had to clap for her, you know. Shout out to Nicki Minaj. She's my favorite. She's honestly right now, she's my favorite rapper overall. Male, female. She's my favorite. She is. She's She's dope. <laughs> you can't fuck with Nicki Minaj. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't compare her to anybody else. There's no point in me bringing up anybody else out. Um, oh, and um, shout out to Ice Spice too. She's doing her thing too. Um, a lot of her stuff is going like gold. She's selling over like five hundred thousand copies. That that's what I you know that's what I want to see. I don't care about how you dress, how flashy your videos are. If you're doing you know eight counts to your raps, that's not impressing me. What impresses me is you know the engagement. Are you going viral? Are you you know are your friend your fans showing up and showing out? Like that's what impresses me. You know that I think that's what matters. It's, that's what should matter, but that's not what people focus on. People focus on like this this the stupid shit shit that's not even 
you know, female rap has gone, has is so diluted now. It's nothing like the 90s, like where bitches really had to, you know, rap. Okay, you had to really rap. Nobody was focused on choreography. I mean, yes, the, the everybody, you know, everybody knows to be that girl. They, but that's hip hop in general. To be that that dude or that girl, you have to be dressed down. So that that's that's a given. Okay, so you have to wear the like the designers duds. But that's not the point. That's not my point. Anyways, let me get back on track. Congratulations, congratulations, Nicki Minaj on going do- double platinum for Super Freaky Girl, which is like an awesome song. Um, personally, me personally, I like the Queen mix. That's my favorite version of that song. That's where she had JT, uh, Katie got bands, Akbar, um, Malibu Mitch, and Bia on that remix, which was dope, which was dope. I was really looking forward to it because she was teasing that there was a part two. She said other female rappers turned in their verses, but she told them to, you know, step their pin up. And, oh, I would love to know those names, but um of who did not make that remix that did come out but um yeah that's my favorite version of that song deserves to be i mean i knew that song was going to be double platinum that song was like a major hit it was everywhere um everybody loved that song but anyways once again congratulations Nicki minaj i'm looking forward to your album keep doing your thing girl i can't wait till you go on tour you're looking good you're looking amazing she just dropped the red Ru- okay wh- first of all that's one thing i'm gonna say the best rap song right now for me of 2023 is red ruby the sleaze well okay if we're gonna categorize okay well the best female rap song for me of 2023 is red ruby the sleaze and then number two is princess diana the remix with her and um ice spice so Nicki minaj is running another lap around these girls okay so don't compare her you know i've seen a lot of people taking jabs at her she needs people she's using people Nicki minaj don't need to use Nicki minaj is the standard we're gonna leave it at that all right so let's go ahead and get into these hot talk hot topics because i don't want to sit here and just talk about Nicki minaj i mean i love Nicki minaj but that's not what my i am a bar but this is not a podcast dedicated to you know <laughs> I could, but the crazy thing is i probably could start a podcast uh that's just ooh, that's a good idea that's just dedicated to Nicki minaj but anyways okay We'll talk, well, I'll, I'll think about that outside of this. But let me go ahead and get to these hot topics for the previous week, May 8th to, four, um, to May 14th. All right, the first story that's um, been all over the place. Britney Spears is brutally honest, quote unquote, that's what it's being called, her book, that's a, her memoir that's about to be, um, that's set to be to come out. Um, everybody's saying that it's, quote unquote, brutally honest. And the book is delayed over concerns from A-listers. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so page six is reporting Britney Spears' memoir has been put on hold over concerns from some A-listers who know her. Um, The book's publisher, Simon & Schuster, uh, received strongly worded legal letters from those who fear that she's um, from those who fear what she's written. Okay, so there's a lot of people shaking um, that you know, probably have crossed paths with Britney Spears behind the scenes. And Britney Spears, okay, side note, Britney Spears is a Sagittarius. So I know that she's going to put every single detail into this book. Like, I believe she is brutally honest because we are a brutally honest sign. I mean, we are um, because I'm a Sag. I'm a Sag sun sign. I'm not even going to tell you what my rising and my moon is because I don't even like my rising and my my moon. Um, But I will tell you, my sun is Sagittarius okay and I that's what I resonate with that's who I feel like I am I feel like everything about me I have nothing but Sagittarius traits um but I do I'm not gonna lie to you I do see a little bit of uh, minor little traits like little thing little traits of my moon and my rising once again I'm not gonna tell you what my moon and rising is because I don't like it (laughs) I wish I could change my moon and rising myself but you can't change the time you were born or the day you were born. So it's like literally in me, that moon and rising. I'm not even going to bring it up. But anyways, so as a Sagittarius, um, we are we, we, we are a brutally honest sign. Like if you push us, especially like what we try to, you know, um, tiptoe around the, the truth because we don't like to hurt people's feelings. We really, we really care about other people. We have like a we have a lot of empathy for people, so we'll like walk around. But if we don't like you, we're just harsh. We'll just flat out, bluntly tell you 
what it is. <laughs> and a lot of people don't, a lot of people can't take our mouths. A lot of people cannot take a Sagittarius's mouth. Hence, Nicki Minaj, fucking Candace from Real Housewives of Potomac, fucking Nene Leaks. There's a lot of, one thing we are good at is we can spar with words. We can spar with words. The one thing I will tell you about a Sagittarius is we can go word for word with somebody because we know how to use our words and we know how to cut you deep. But anyways, Britney Spears, I do believe as a Sagittarius, she's a sun Sagittarius. I don't know her moon rising, but as a sun sign Sagittarius, they're saying that this book, the uh, publishers, they, I guess, you know, because, you know, they edit the book. They they obviously read it before it's about to be released. So they're saying that it's a brutally honest book. Okay. Okay. Um, continuing on. Remember, this is the book that she got the $15 million payday for. Like it was all over the news that she got paid like 15 million bucks for this book. Um, the publisher has said, and I quote, um, this book is brutally honest, like I said before, and they said that it's, it's inspiring, it will shake the world, <laughs> I like that, and it's an instant bestseller, hands down, I'm gonna, man, I cannot wait, I'm gonna pre-order it whenever it's ready, I'm, I'm ready to read this book, Brittany, like, I know she's gonna let us know the tea from, well, anyways, but anyways, okay, so let me tell you what the book covers. The book covers from her childhood to her career, her record-breaking career, everything that's happened in her career from the beginning with Baby One More Time to Oops, I Did It Again to dating Justin Timberlake to her, you know, VMA performance. She's going to cover everything that's happened in her career, okay? Um, even in her breakup with Justin, all that, you know, getting married to K-Fed, all, all her little dating tryst, even her little baby. They said that she's even going to be talking about some affairs she's had. I am gagged that you. I think that's probably the most. I don't know why, though, because you got to remember celebrities are normal people. So why am I gagged that these people, these normal people are hooking up with normal people? You know, like they're they're normal people. They just are more recognized they have more um you know uh what am i trying to say they have they're they're just more recognized by the the masses because you know they uh put themselves out there um to become a public figure so um i guess when somebody's like in the public eye you don't really see them as human you see them as something like larger than that because i mean i'm not gonna lie to you excuse me I'm sorry. When I, you know, when I see somebody on TV and then like somebody, especially somebody famous, if I see somebody famous on TV and then you see them in person, it is kind of like a shock because not everybody can make it on TV. <laughs> like not everybody can make it on, you know, MTV VH1. And I'm not talking about them reality stars. I'm not talking about the love and hip hop, the Jersey Shores. No. If I saw them, I probably would walk past them. Those are not celebrities to me. Like, reality show people are not celebrities to me. Housewives are not celebrities to me. I feel like reality show people are just normal people that, like I said before, because you see them on TV, you automatically think they're famous. Because like I said before, not everybody can make it on TV. Oh, my God. Full circle. So, anyways. <laughs> okay. So, moving on, back to Britney's book. I'm sorry. I'm just going all over the place with my rants, okay? So, like I said before, the book covers um, from her childhood to her career to the battle with her family over her conservatorship, which is, like, still ongoing, okay? Um, but Britney Spears, she has mentioned previously on an Instagram post that um, she had three different versions of the book. So, I'm guessing, like, there's one where she's, like, flat out telling everything word for word for um, verbatim her memory of what's happened that's probably like really raw then they probably were like okay we're gonna have to water that down we're gonna have to edit some stuff out and there's like an edited version and then there's like an, an and you know an edited edited version <laughs> i don't know i just think i don't know how she's gonna do this because you really can't say names you can't like people can like you know file stuff against you and probably gag her so and I know Britney Spears, I know she just wants to put her truth out there. She she just wants the world to know the truth, her truth. She just wants to tell the story her way and exactly what happened as a Sag, like as all Sagittarius is, you don't you we don't want nobody telling our story. 
you know, we have to tell our story. That's very much a very a Sagittarius trait. And I, you know, man, like, I think this book is it's definitely going to break records. And I think it's going to be so big that they're going to, you know, they're going to try to, you know, get her to make a movie about it. And Britney Spears, she's against making like, I don't think she sees herself and she's not. If for real, for real, you guys, you know, people that don't like her, you guys, you you better, you're lucky that she's not feeling like, you know, getting up again and getting her ass in the studio and going to a dance studio and working on her court. You're lucky that she's not inspired right now because I'm telling you, if Britney Spears decides to tap into music again and, and create an album, but on her terms this time, like nobody's running the show she's running the show like she used to like the first three albums three four albums that she put out if if she gets back into that headspace again i'm telling you she's gonna be unstoppable she's gonna be unstoppable her last song with elton john and her it charted on the billboard hot 100 and it did very well and she didn't really promote it she wasn't in the music video like like i'm just telling you like imagine if she actually put the effort in of promoting her stuff and shooting, you know, promos and music videos. Like if she actually got into that spirit and that that energy of being inspired again, she would be unstoppable. Like people love anybody loves an underdog story. Anybody loves a story where you go from, you know, a hard situation to winning again, you know. And I I do believe like one day Britney Spears it's going to she's going to come back to it. She's not she's not done. She's not done. But Continuing on, Britney Spears, TMZ is set to release a horrible special titled T. I don't even know why I'm telling y'all the title, but I'm gonna tell y'all the title because y'all need not to watch it. So TMZ investigates Britney Spears, The Price of Freedom. Do not watch that crap. It is nothing but clickbait, false information. It, it you know, it's obvious that, and I'm I'm gonna put allegedly in front of this. So allegedly, it's obvious that Lou Taylor. And TriStar Entertainment, you know, <clears throat> uh, they're basically, they have TMZ on payroll. And if you ever notice, TMZ, they are, they're basically, they're, they're taking, somebody's paying them to trash certain artists. Like, there's certain artists that they run um, smear campaigns on. They're doing it to Britney Spears. They're doing it to Nicki Minaj. And, you know, and TMZ's the only... <laughs> The only source that where they'll make a fucking, you know, documentary about Cardi B and and praising her on the thing she's done for rap and the door she's open. Girl, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck. I'm not even going to speak on that. Like I said, TMZ is not even a credible source no more. You know what? They never were a credible source. TMZ is the start of the, the, the you know the the, uh, the demise of celebrity like the, they are the they be, they basically were the beginning of we're gonna show you the ugly like what's really behind the curtain because remember before that there was like people were paid off you would never hear bad things about celebrities like it was a well-oiled machine but then you know you got people like harvey whatever his i don't even know harvey from tmz i don't even know his full fucking name but harvey he fucking started something where he knew that you know people the public want to see the ugly of celebrities so he provided a platform of that he's like the original unfortunately so um but like i said do not watch that tmz special um, all these publications are just printing these stories, um, which is like, it's so sad. Um, but like I was saying, the special is nothing but um, clickbait. It's full of false claims and old footage, which is crazy to me. Like, you guys can't find no new footage of Britney Spears. Obviously not, because she's um, she's in her fucking house, minding her fucking business. You know, you, you guys are so people. But like I said, I don't even think, I think it's TriStar Entertainment. They're trying to smear her. You know, trying to make her look crazy, trying to make her look bad now that she's out of this conservatorship. Like, oh my God, she's a danger to herself and others. How? How? Britney Spears has not been doing nothing but posting videos of her dancing in her living room on fucking Instagram or her chopping up fruit in her kitchen. I've not seen her, 
all these reports that she's taking, you know, caffeinate, like she's trying to take energy drinks to stay updated. I have not seen her on any of her fucking social media drinking a Red Bull or she's always talking. She won't even, she's scared to even drink alcohol. So it's like you guys are picking at somebody that you, you know, she's scared to even Britney Spears is not trying to do no talk show she's scared of people she does not trust people if you can't trust your family you can't trust no fucking body flat out so i get her mentality i get how she's seeing it she don't want to deal with nobody so she's like but her best bet and i hate to say this and she probably don't want to do this but her best bet would be to leave la she needs to move out of la she probably should move overseas i don't know like take a year off over there i don't know but because it just seems like they're just going to keep fucking with her. Um, it's like a smear campaign, like I was saying. But um, Britney's attorney, Matthew Rosengart, this is the same attorney that Madonna uh, referred Britney to. Yes, Madonna. You know, Madonna's on her shit. She always got the best of the best. So she referred this attorney to Britney Spears, and he was the one that helped her get out of the conservatorship like he he did the damn thing but anyways he has begun you know mr rosengart he has begun offering his services pro bono free of charge okay do you know what that means this man is so invested and cares so much about britney spears is that he's gonna help her free free of charge he's gonna help her to the end and you know what? Okay, but listen. So this is why it's it's pro bono. I'm, I'm going to go. Let, let me finish. I'm sorry. I get so excited that I don't even finish the rest of it. But let me finish the rest of it, and then I'm going to get into it. Okay, so currently, Britney Spears and him, they have an ongoing court case against her father and her former business manager, which is Lou Taylor with TriStar Entertainment. And FYI, they are still um, repping plenty of celebrities so there's plenty of celebrities out there that are supporting this organization that uh locked up britney spears and uh, allegedly locked up britney spears and took money out of her account you know depleted her net her net worth um i'm gonna let you know the kardashians all of them are under lou taylor and tristar entertainment um who else megan trainer there's a few like it's well known you know and then for them to be clients for them, they you you know you can tell who are clients for them because they they're they kind of tiptoe um, talking around talking about Britney Spears and her conservatorship. So I just want to let you guys know that the Kardashians, yes, they are supportive of the um, people that you know had Britney Spears locked up in her conservatorship, basically, um, allegedly. I'm going to say that. Okay, so. Like I was saying before, Brittany and her attorney, they have an ongoing court case against um, her father and former business manager, Lou Taylor, and TriStar Entertainment over legal fees and accounting. Okay, so, so far, I'm going to let you know, that, look at this and compare this in contrast. Okay, so, so far, since Britney Spears met Rosengart, to date, um, she has paid him over $4 million, right? But when Britney's father was over her conservatorship and he had all them attorneys in her pocket and everybody in her pocket, 36 plus million dollars was taken from Britney Spears, from her account. 36 plus million dollars compared to the four million she paid this one man that got her. Obviously, he knows he's good at his shit because he got her out of the conservatorship. He did that. Okay. I fuck with Mr. Rosengart. He's like a, an angel. And I, 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 I really want him to put himself in the position of like manager. If she like anything business related, I think she needs to have him involved because he genuinely is somebody good. Somebody she can trust. Probably the only person she fucking trusts right now that is in the business. Like, I just... Yeah, but anyways, I'm excited for that book to come out. I hope Britney Spears, you know, finds justice with her, you know, her court case and everything going on. But I'll keep you guys posted with that story. Moving on. Um, Tom Cruise and Shakira were seen hanging out at the F1 Miami Grand Prix 2023. Page Six reports Shakira and Cruise were seen hanging out. Um, sources say Cruise is extremely interested in pursuing her. That is a weird couple. 
but you know famous people you know they cross paths and you never know who's gonna like end up liking each other or not like for example kendall jenner and and freaking bad bunny that's that's interesting but okay but tom cruise and shakira i could not see that tom cruise very private man you can tell he has a lot going on behind the scenes that we don't know about somebody you know one day i think there's going to be a documentary that comes out that's going to shock the world about him honestly (laughs) that's what i think but okay moving on um they are both single shakira and cruz um shakira just moved to miami with her two sons in april of this year and um they're saying cruz likes her because uh, well one thing that you know he really likes about shakira is that she's shorter than him because you know tom cruise is five seven i did not know that that's a tiny man so he's five seven and she's five two so he likes that you know you got to remember he was married to nicole kidman who's like five eleven without heels or five ten and she towered over that man and yeah <laughs> I, I think that's what i think he has like napoleon syndrome he has like a short man type of syndrome situation i think that's what cruz is going through but anyways sources say that shakira has no interest in dating him so she shut that down i guess you know they were just photo photograph you know having conversation you know friendly conversation but in the same week last week uh, she was seen with lewis hamilton on a boat um he picked her up on a boat from her miami mansion and they went off you know to go spend time together i guess now for those of you who don't know who hamilton is hamilton is a grand prix formula one champion legend like he is that dude um if anybody knows Nicki minaj this is how i know lewis hamilton um one year i would say like 2018 um she went to dubai with him i don't know if they were dating I, I think uh, it's alleged that they were, you know, had a little fling, but she was out there with him and they were on like dirt bikes together and they went to fashion shows together. So I think maybe they had a little, you know, a little fling, a little flingy fling. She was single at the time. You know, this is before, you know, her husband now. So um, that's how I know Lewis Hamilton. He seemed like a cool dude. Um if him you know it just seems like Shakira is living her best life in Miami you know and one thing I was thinking I was like well maybe she should join you know Real Housewives of Miami that woman is not gonna do that Shakira is not gonna join no Real Housewives of Miami she's like you know like she's still doing well this year like this year she's still doing some things okay her collab with Carol G did numbers and then she did that um that session with that producer that that went viral she's She's doing her damn thing. Like Shakira, I, but I've always liked Shakira. I never had a problem with Shakira. I think Shakira has a an energy, a light that, you know, people um, are attracted to, um, a likeness. Like, um, I'm not even going to bullshit you. When she did the Super Bowl with Jennifer Lopez, I was more intrigued with her. Well, I don't know. I can't say that because I like J-Lo. I like J-Lo. I don't have a problem with J-Lo. But I did like Shakira's set. I liked hers. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, I'm sure, you know, people are going to keep an eye out on Shakira and, and what's going on in Miami since she's moved out there because she's just been making the headlines on with, you know, being seen with Tom Cruise, Lewis Hamilton. Girl, you better live your best life. But anyways, moving on. Robert De Niro has revealed he has become a father to his seventh child at age 79. Um, page six reports De Niro's rep confirms he has welcomed his self, you know, his seventh child. Oh my God. That's 79, 79. That's risky. Like how is that selfish? Is that wrong of me to say somebody's selfish? Like, is that selfish of a person to have a child at 79 knowing that there's a chance they probably won't even. I hate God forbid, you know, knock on wood. I mean, you know, medicine is advanced. So I'm not saying, you know, oh, Robert De Niro is going to croak in like five years. But there's a possibility that, you know, this, you know, I'm just going to pray on it because I just think it's crazy to have a kid at 79. But men do it all the time. 
men have kids in their 70s all the time. So it's it's nothing new. I think Janae Aiko's father, but I think he was in the 60s. No, I think he was in the 70s. I don't know. But men do it all the time, obviously. Um, so the mother of his current, um, well, the mother of his child is his current girlfriend, Tiffany Chin. Um, the two worked on the film. Um, they, they worked together on the film The Intern in 2015. That's how they met. Um, they've been linked, I guess, been dating since 2021. Um, De Niro, he says that he's not surprised to have a kid at 79. And the pregnancy was planned. So this was a planned pregnancy. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, one thing, well, the child is always going to be good. The mom's going to always be there. I mean, she's a lot younger than De Niro. Um, so I guess he's just going to grow up knowing that his, you know, his father was this, le- you know, Hollywood legend, I guess. Um, but God forbid, I hope he gets to at least <laughs> make it to 10 years old for the kid or something. I just, 79 is like up there to have a child. But okay, congrats, Mr. De Niro and Miss Chin. All right, moving on. Jay-Z's alleged son. I did not even want to do this story. Do you know how conflicted I was to, to, to do this story? Because I love the Carters. <clears throat> I do. I love Jay-Z and Beyonce. I I don't have no bad things to say about them. I mean, there's there's some things like business decisions I, I question. Um, but, I you know... I love their love. I love that they love each other. I love that, you know, they became this power couple. I, I just love the, 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 the dynamic of it, alpha woman and alpha man being together and making it work. That's, I mean, that's how I see it. Um, but anyways, Jay-Z's alleged son files new court order forcing him to take DNA test. I did not want to believe this, but you know it's true when it's being reported on the major <laughs> publication uh, sites. Okay, so page six reports um, the man who alleges he is the secret child of Jay Z has filed a court order to make Jay Z take a DNA test. Um, the man is now 30. He says this is not going to be over until justice is served. Um, I didn't want to say his name, but I'm going to, I didn't want to say his full name. You guys can look this story up. You guys will find, you know, they have pictures of the dude. Um, they have his full name, but I'm going to call him by his last name. So we're going to call him Mr. Satterth Waith. Mr. Satterth Wait. Mr. Satterth Waith. That's his last name. Okay. So continuing on. I'm sorry. Hold on. I was going to sneeze. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So he says he just wants to live his life in hopes that Jay-Z would want to be a part of his life interesting and then he alleges his mother hooked up with jay-z in the early 1990s on and off um jay-z has consistently denied the allegations his attorneys released a statement saying the allegate quote unquote the allegations have been previously reviewed thoroughly by the courts and have been refuted i am sure that oh wait i am sure that will be the outcome of whatever filings mr satterwaith yes they called him by his, his last name mr satterth wait may be currently considering the alleged son is also an aspiring rapper that took me out i had to throw that in there (laughs) you know it's coming on it's sounding like somebody wants some clout um but okay and he says when he was eight um his mother told him jay-z was his dad um she alleges that the condom broke and get this okay so back in 2011 his mother filed a civil suit in new jersey seeking child support um, the lawsuit got dismissed due to being filed in wrong in the wrong state and was never refiled. Okay, so I guess fast forward from 2011 to 2023, the you know the alleged son is you know feeling like you know he still wants an answer from Jay Z, and he's filed this uh, lawsuit now to make you know the suit to make him take the DNA test, which I think is is bold and you know. God forbid, you know, knocking on wood, if Jay-Z is the father, you know, he needs the man up to this. Um, I've seen a picture of the dude. Me personally, he doesn't have the Jay-Z look. One thing I can tell you is that all Jay-Z's kids have 
a look like they had they all look like him i don't know how to explain it you could just tell that they are the spawns of jay-z okay like all his kids all the ones he's had with beyonce they all look like him like you can see a strong resemblance between him and jay a strong resemblance between them and jay is what i meant to say but yes um i've seen pictures of him i don't really think he resembles jay-z to me but i could be wrong and if this um gets you know if 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 it like is successful we'll be you know looking at we'll be waiting for those results to see you know if jay-z is in fact his father but i mean if jay-z keeps saying you know he's not the dad and, and by doing this you know maybe he just needs to do this to put it to rest you know i don't know i don't know why he will wait this long but maybe he didn't want to entertain it i don't know can't tell you what's going on in jay-z's head but Continuing on with Jay-Z, he's eyeing New York to open a casino, uh, Caesars Palace Times Square. Um, recently, New York City recent um, recently New York City got approved for a gaming license, so now everybody's icing um, icing everybody's eyeing, you know, building casinos out there, you know, making it a kind of like Las Vegas, like that's what I'm that's what I'm seeing, you know, they're trying to make you know the Times Square like slots everywhere like a, a vegas scene it's that's gonna be interesting but okay moving on beyonce kicks off her renaissance world tour 2023 oh my god i've been seeing all the footage online she looks freaking amazing can't believe beyonce is like so small like <laughs> i mean not saying like i because she's always she always gets in like tip-top shape for a tour so not shocked but about that but i just can't believe like how fast it was like but we, I haven't, you know, we haven't seen her in so long, and she's been hidden. So I'm sure she's like in that amount of time she was like working it off. But continuing on, page six reports. Um, well, really, okay. Well, I saw it, but um, on YouTube, her show opened in Stockholm, Sweden. Um, it was nearly a three-hour show. Um, she has a 36-song set list. And Forbes estimates her tour will gross nearly 2.1 billion, um, which will make it the most successful concert series of all time. Um, Renaissance, the album, um, took home four Grammys um, earlier this year. Uh, Beyonce is going viral for her lack of dancing at this this um, first show, the Stockholm Sweden show. Um, fans are speculating a foot surgery and the only reason why they, um, they're doing that is because in January a music journalist tweeted Beyonce had undergone foot surgery prior to her performance at the resort um, her resort show in Dubai that she performed in um, her tour hits the US in July you know I think by then she's going to be showing out in the states I don't know we'll see I mean she really doesn't have to but um Beyonce, I mean, she she really has nothing to prove. I mean, she's put on many tours, many tours where you guys could have seen her doing full out, you know, uh, choreography. I feel like this tour is a celebration of not only the, you know, the Renaissance album, a great album, but also just her career because the set list is crazy. Like she's singing songs I didn't even think she was going to sing. Um live i guess okay so the set list i have it here um she starts off with slow songs ballads at the beginning of the show which is crazy normally she's like comes out with crazy in love like just ready to just go but okay so she opens with dangerously in love part two she goes to flaws and all then one plus one then she goes into i care and then then the renaissance starts she gets into i'm that girl cozy alien superstar slash sweet dreams she does like a mashup between those two songs and then we got lift off cut um cuff it energy break my soul formation diva run the world girls uh my power black parade right i didn't even think she was gonna perform black parade that was like a, a single she just dropped out of nowhere but i love that song um she also does savage the remix um partition church girl get me body before i let go rather die young love on top i want you back crazy in love plastic off the sofa virgo's groove naughty girl move heated thick all up in your mind drunk in love america has a problem pure honey and summary renaissance okay 
So she just cut out. I don't. I don't see no single ladies. I don't see no hit. Like she cut out a good portion of her catalog to make room for the Renaissance, which is like a. I I which I'm happy because I really wanted this tour to focus on that album because that album is everything and to see it live is just I oh my god I want to go so bad to the show I'm going I'm going to figure out a way to go but um speaking of Beyonce while I was on hiatus a lot there has been a lot going on with Beyonce okay in her world okay she parted ways with Adidas over the Ivy Park line. Um, and then the next day, she announced her first ever wearable album collaboration with Balmain um, called the, um, you know, it, it was titled Renaissance Couture. I posted it on my social media pages. Um, you should probably check it out on my Instagram, the chest and podcast, the, the podcast, uh, the chest and podcast. If you want to see the outfits, um, the pieces are inspired by the tracks from the Renaissance album. Um, which they're fucking those those outfits are everything and I know they're expensive and they're pricey but a lot of them pieces look like Schiaparelli pieces they look very couture very high fashion she did that okay um then um she was blamed for Chloe Bailey's poor album sales week uh, her first album sales week um fans were blaming Beyonce for not promoting the album which is crazy to me because nobody was promoting, you know, nobody was promoting Beyonce when she first came out. And I think a lot of, you know, these Gen Z's want their favorite new artists to be pushed by these grand, like they want people to swoop down and help them. And I don't think that's the case. If you got it, you got it. You don't need nobody to, to co-sign you or to push you. You know, if you got it, you can come out and a following will attach itself to you. People will be, you know, automatically be drawn to want to, you know, support you. Um, so I don't get how we're, we're blaming Beyonce for Chloe Bailey's poor album sales week. But anyways, moving on. Most, but um, most recently, she's challenging the IRS's claims that she owes the U.S. government $2.7 in taxes, back taxes. Um, she has filed a petition arguing that the governing body made several errors in their determinations of her 2018 and 2019 tax return, tax returns. So she's basically saying, you guys missed this. You missed these donations. You missed like you guys need to go back and look at, you know, what I filed. You guys are not considering these things. So she's challenging that she owes two point seven million dollars. Um, you know, I just I never thought I would. <laughs> you know hear or see a story about Beyonce you know having issues with the IRS I think that is so crazy to me um but I you know Beyonce for her to even challenge it it's not like she don't have it we all know she has the 2.7 million she could just pay it and keep on walking but she's challenging it because obviously she feels like they are not taking into consideration the things she put on her returns in 2018 and 2019 you go girl you know fight it you got the money to do so <laughs> Okay, moving on. Kelly Clarkson, well, the Kelly Clarkson show is um, being called a traumatizing workplace run by monsters, by a monster. All right. Um, so page six is reporting uh, former and current, you know, former staffers and current staffers of the show um, say that the um, the show creates a toxic work environment that left staffer uh, that left staffers overworked, underpaid, and traumatized. Oh my God, this is sounding like the Ellen Show all over again. Okay, Kelly, get a get a hold on this girl before you get canceled. Okay, so staffers they basically spoke to Rolling Stone for an expose. Okay. They claim that they are often bullied and intimidated by producers behind the scenes. Um, they're saying that it is affecting their mental health negatively. Um, one ex-staffer says working on the show is by far the worst experience I've ever had in my entire life. Employees believe the host, Kelly Clarkson, is um, is not aware of what's going on. They believe that she's basically shielded from it. So meaning like they act like they have, you know, these producers are acting like they have some sense when she is around, but when she walks out of the room, uh, they become little, you know, tyrants. They basically are going crazy on, you know, staff members below them, um, you know, having power trips behind the scenes. And, you know, the staffers are saying Kelly Clarkson is wonderful. They don't have no issue with her. They're just saying that it's the environment, um, behind the scenes on her show and they're saying that she doesn't know about it but she should probably get a hold of it before it you know gets out of hand which i you know i could see 
happening. But Kelly Clarkson has came out and responded, you know, to the allegations to what's been reported. And she says she did not know um, any of this was going on behind the scenes and that going forward, you know, because the show, her show is being moved to the East Coast. So she's going to require everyone on staff goes through, you know, training, um, employee training, all that type of, you know, training to uh, help a better environment, you know, create a better work environment for everyone. And she said that she's going to include herself in that training, which is awesome. You know, leading by example. I like Kelly Clarkson. She deserves, you know, her talk show success and all that stuff. She's like dope. And the girl can sing. And you know, I, I'm i not even going to lie. I only watched like maybe three full seasons of um, American Idol and her season, which was the first one. Her season I did watch with Justin Guarini, all of them. I watched it. I was like into it. That's like when American Idol first came out. That's I, I was making the phone calls and all that. But um, yeah, I hope you get a hold on this, Kelly, because we all know what happened with Ellen. Her, her show got the the you know, the plug got pulled on her show and now she's sitting somewhere but the crazy thing is Ellen knew that was the gag Ellen knew that her environment she knew what those producers were doing to the, you know the staff behind the scenes she just didn't care because she had a nasty attitude allegedly allegedly this is this is I've heard that uh, Ellen is not nice behind the scenes which is believable which is very believable that's all I'm going to say okay so moving on Jamie Foxx is out of the hospital and recuperating. Page Six reports Jamie Foxx has been out the hospital for weeks, according to his daughter, Corinne Foxx, after Radar Online said his family is preparing for the worst. And journalist Torre, um, which which is this is crazy, but he alleged he was on life support in the ICU. They just basically took the ball and ran with this story. Everybody just wanted to, to think the worst. Um when they heard about Jamie Foxx having a situation. But anyways, um, his daughter, Corinne, says that they have an exciting um, work announcement coming this this week. Actually, this week, um, the week that I'm shooting this podcast. Uh, Jamie was, um, for those who don't know, Jamie was hospitalized on April 11th. Uh, his daughter says it was due to a medical, a quote unquote medical complication. Um so that's all they're saying. Everybody's being very hush hush about what was going on. But um, Jamie has broken his silence on Instagram on May 3rd to thank his fans for their supportive messages. So they're saying he's fine. He's walking around. He's getting it back together and he will be hosting a new show coming out. Um, I'm, su- I'm sure it's sometime this year. I think that 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 is the announcement is that they're going to be working on another TV show. Um, him and his daughter coming out this year. So um, prayers to Jamie Foxx. I hope he gets better. I hope he's feeling better. I hope, you know, his medical complication is taken care of and it's under control and he's able to continue blessing us with all his many talents. Mr. Fox, <laughs> shout out to Jamie Foxx. All right, um, moving on. So ja- um, Jamie, I was about to say Jamie. Okay, Jonathan Majors. Yes, Jonathan Majors. Um, he is dating, well, allegedly, this is what they're saying. I don't know if this is true or not, but Jonathan Majors is, uh, Jonathan Majors dating Megan Good amid assault charges against him. Page Six reports, sources say they have gotten close over the past few weeks, Megan Good and Jonathan Majors, which is like so unlikely a couple. He, like, Megan Good doesn't even look like his type. No tea, no shade. I'm just keeping it real with you. But, um... Majors, Jonathan Majors, is currently facing assault charges. Uh, he was arrested last March for allegedly choking an ex-girlfriend in a, uh, in a domestic dispute in Manhattan. Just giving you guys a recap. I know that's like the biggest thing that's been going on. Um, if you guys ha- have not heard about that, yes, they're, they're basically saying that he has, um, he assaulted his girlfriend. Allegedly. Okay. I just want to put that out, out there. Allegedly. So. Um, Jonathan Majors, he was charged with strangulation, assault, and harassment, okay, um, from that incident in last March. Um, his attorney says he is innocent and he was actually the victim of physical assault, um, not his ex, and that there's video proof to back it up. Yes. Um, the ex-girlfriend was granted a full temporary restraining order against, um, Jonathan Majors, um, 
and um, Majors, he previously released screenshots of text messages between him and his ex that um, from that night. And in the text messages, she's telling him that she would make sure nothing happens about this um, because she told them, the cops, um, it was her fault for trying to grab his phone. Okay, that's what started the whole incident, I'm guessing. Um, okay, I don't want to get into race and everything like that, but I think it, it's fair that I should, you know, mention this. Uh, Jonathan Majors is African-American. Um, His ex-girlfriend is Caucasian, the one that he got the charges for um, for the incident in last March. So if there was some tough, you know, some tussling over a phone or if she was trying to get to his phone and he was like, you know, uh, you know, uh, wrestling with her over the phone i can see how cops could see that and you know we all know how cops are in america now let's not play blind you know um i could see how you know they were think probably thinking they were coming to her aid but that's not even the crazy part so let me continue on okay so majors jonathan majors he was dropped by his talent management firm and his pr firm you know that if you're dropped by the pr firm because a pr firm's job is to you know, cover up stories, spin stories, make them, you know, go in your favor when you have bad publicity. So for them to even drop out was crazy to me. Okay. So let me continue on. So get this. Um, it was reported also that multiple alleged abuse victims of Jonathan Majors have came forward in, you know, March after that incident happened and they are working with the Manhattan district attorney's office. So they're saying that this is like his M.O., like he's done this to other women, um, you know, assaulted, abused, allegedly. OK, so f to me, when you have many victims like that, I'm thinking that's why the PR firm was like, OK, we can't help this guy. There's nothing we can do. There's just too much, you know, too much evidence on him. So I'm just I you know, I like Jonathan Majors. I think he's one of the best um Excuse me, sorry, burping. I think he's one of the best new talents to come out. Um, he's I've seen him in so many good um, good things. Like he's he's a good actor. Like he's he's the he's the shit. He's on his craft. Like he's really good. Um, I saw him in Lovecraft Country. I did not get to see him in the the newest um, the last Creed with um, Michael B. Jordan, um, but I did see him in that Western movie. I can't think of the title of it. It was on Netflix. It had. Regina King in it. It was a really good Western movie. I can't think of the name of it, but he 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 killed it in that one too. Like he's he's on top of the world. Like I, it's really sad that you could see that his star was rising. Like he he's shooting because he has like three movies coming out this year. It wasn't just the Creed movie. He also had like three big movies that were about to come out this year that like were going to show his talents. Like how good. Oh, and he's also a villain. He was a villain in the the last Ant Man, right? He was a villain. So he's just doing his thing. He was doing his thing. So it's just crazy to me how like he's this rising star. And then all of a sudden all these bad stories are coming out. Like everybody like it's sad how that happens. How like you could be buzzing and on your way up. And then let's say you made some mistakes in your past. Somehow they come out. <laughs> oh my gosh. But um, I also want to mention that many of his Hollywood friends have distanced themselves from him. I, you know, for example, if you notice, I have not seen Michael B. Jordan say anything about Jonathan Majors. I've not seen them together um, since the whole publicity for the Creed 3 movie or whatever. So everybody's kind of like stay, taking a step back from him. Um, honestly, a lot of people, I'm going to call it out. A lot of people on social media are saying that this is like a stage thing. This this whole him dating Megan Good. Um, first of all, she's a black woman that he's dating so it is coming off like a stunt trying to get back in the graces of the public trying to make him look good um if they are really dating and it, you know i hope it's true i hope it's real i hope it's not a publicity stunt if it if this is true i hope they you know maybe it is like i hope maybe they are dating and something beautiful is blossoming you know in a perfect world yes okay that's what i'm thinking but if we want to be honest, if we want to keep it Hollywood, if we want to keep it 2023 and what the bullshit that be going on behind the scenes, I can definitely I, I definitely smell that this is some type of um, they're trying to, you know, salvage the damage that has um, taken place on his career. Like, you know, he had an he had a, an advertisement with the U.S. Army. 
that I'm sure would have been played for years to come. Like he would have made money off of that. And they pulled that advertisement when all these allegations came out after that whole incident in March. Like that one incident in March with his ex-girlfriend, you know, struggling over the phone, like messed up everything. It really did. And I really hope he's he's so he's such a talented actor and I, I really hope he gets but it's like what if it is true? What if he is like this monster and has this past of, you know, abusing women and assaulting women physically and stuff like that? I don't you know, I don't want to think the worst about it. I just he he doesn't give me that. I always felt like I mean, even though he's muscular and he works out and stuff like that, but he gives me like he's a um I don't want to say a gentle soul, but he just he seemed like he was a cool dude. He seemed like he was serious about his craft. He says he's he seems he comes off like a serious actor that just wants to act and you know do his roles. He's a he's a great actor. He's a, he's a really good actor. Um, but um I'll keep I'll keep you guys continued of course on you know his whole you know this whole case the charges against him um and. Manhattan like I'm, I'm gonna keep following that and I'm gonna follow this whole dating thing with Megan Good because this is a shock I know a lot of even on social media a lot of people are shocked that J- Megan Good and Jonathan Majors I mean they just seem like two different people honestly and um but I mean if it's true it's true I, I haven't seen no footage no pictures no, <laughs> no type of this is like just being reported. Like people are just these are words. I have not seen actual, you know, like Bad Bunny and and Kendall Jenner. I I was hearing it at first, like where you know people were like it was whispers, it was being reported. But now, baby, there's multiple pictures and events and and things you've seen them together and all over each other. So that that's real. That that has been confirmed. Okay, which I'm still shocked about. But um. Like I said before, I just hope everything, I really hope, you know, Jonathan Majors, I, I want to wish the best for him. And I, and I really want him to get back on his career and do his thing because he is, like I said before, a great, phenomenal actor. Um, if you have not seen him in anything, check out Lovecraft Country. Um, it got canceled on HBO, but um, I think the episodes are still on there. I, I think, I, I don't know, because, you know, HBO Max, they're taking off. If a show was not successful, if it got canceled, they're like taking it off. They're like they're just deleting all the episodes because they don't want to pay residuals, which is crazy. That's another thing. The writer strike. Pay these writers. Pay these writers. Why are we not paying writers? Like it, 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 it was well known that you could build a, a very lucrative, healthy career off of writing. Speaking of writing, I'm writing my own stuff right now. Um. I don't, I don't, I don't really want to talk about this because I'm one of them people that like to move in silence. I like to do it, then present it. That's kind of my style. I don't really like to tell people what I'm doing. But um, speaking of writers, I am writing something. I can't wait till I'm finished. I'm half through it. Um, it, it okay, so it's a trilogy. I'll, I'll just put that out there. It's a trilogy. So book one, book one, I'm halfway through. So I'm really excited about that project. Um, oh my god, I can't wait to like present that and talk about that on my podcast. Oh, so excited. But back to what I was saying, please pay these writers. And I'm tired of these re- reboots. We need writers. We need new stories. You guys stop retelling the same story. Stop trying to, you know, redo everything or prequel this, post, you know, post sequel this. Like come up with new stories. There there are talented people out there. You guys are just not looking. You guys are just trying to make money off of the same old stuff, like with these Harry Potter, you know, series, uh, Twilight series, uh, It prequel series, um, freaking uh, the one about Jason, the the first um, Jason movie. I can't think of the the name. Night. What is that? Uh, they're doing a prequel to that. Okay. Um. I can't I can't think of the damn movie. But okay. But I'm just saying Hollywood has gotten lazy and I feel like they're trying to cut corners. So that's why they're not trying to pay, you know, writers. They're just trying to re, you know, um just redo the same stories because it's it's cheaper basically. I don't I, they're not trying to pay nobody for new 
stories and new visions and which is crazy to me we have to keep moving forward people we have to keep telling new stories like that's the magic of the movies that's the magic of the tv like put like get some originality no more redo you know redos prequels like i'm over it let's just stop it okay anyways you guys <laughs> this was a great show i love my energy i love that i did this i'm so proud of myself um this is episode one season two baby we're gonna do 26 episodes this season two and and mind you people are like 26 episodes is a lot 26 episodes covers six months that's why i do it i do 26 episodes to cover six months and then the next season is to cover the the, you know the the following six months so that's why i do 26 episodes we need to get back into i don't like the 10 12 14 no we need to get back to the 90s where you know a whole season was 24 episodes 26 episodes that's what i'm doing okay so um like i said before thank you guys for listening okay that was all the topics for this week make sure you subscribe share and like on Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify, and YouTube. Make sure to follow the Cheston Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. A new episode will be uploaded next Tuesday. Okay? Thank you. Peace. Okay, you guys? This was such a good episode. I'm like, I'm so excited. Okay, well, anyways, thank you guys. Take care. Thank you for listening. Peace.